I think that we definitely progress to work with the things that we enjoy most. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. My name is Charlie. And I'm Femke. In today's episode, we're going to talk about procrastinating. working. And we've previously done an episode on procrastination. And in this episode, we want to focus more on procrastinating. working. And if you're listening to this and thinking, what the heck do they mean by procrastinating? working? I'm sure you're not the only one. So we'll just clear that up first. So Procrastinating working is a term that was, I'm pretty sure, originally coined by Jessica Heesh, who is one of our favorite designers who we always mention on the show. And she sort of defines it as the work that you do or you feel like doing while putting off the work that you don't feel like doing. And I think the important word to sort of highlight there is work. So it's it's work, it's like productive work that you're doing in order to put off something yeah. that's maybe more important or more of a priority. So it's not going and watching TV or doing something that's like leisure or entertainment because you don't feel like working. You're sort of already in this sort of work mindset, but maybe you're not quite motivated enough to do the most pressing piece of work right then and there. That's a good definition. I think that was well explained. (laughs) So hopefully everyone's kind of on board with what that means. And I guess before we sort of get into this episode, because we've got some tweets to share and a poll that we did, which has some good, interesting results. Let's hear how your week is, Charlie. How is life? How are things going? Well, life has improved greatly since the recording of the last episode, which I know I was... A tad down in. I don't know. I was just totally in a funk that day and things weren't feeling right. But things have picked back up again, which is good. And I'm feeling much more positive about all the projects I've got going on. And actually, something very exciting is launching for me tomorrow. But by the time this episode goes out, it will have been a couple of weeks ago, maybe. I don't know. I get confused about our timings. (laughs) But that is my pricing course that I think I've mentioned on this podcast before, right? Um It's called Getting Paid on Time as a Freelancer, and it's a series of three videos, and they're about ways you can improve your um, payment process and client communication process to increase your chances of having your invoices paid in a timely fashion, which is unfortunately quite a problem in the freelancing world. Yeah, and for a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. So it's a free course. Uh, It's sponsored by a company that I really admire and use all the time called TransferWise, and shares lots of useful stuff and you should go check it out there'll be a link in the show notes but awesome. i think yeah it's also on my youtube channel charlie marie tv so search for that as well how how has it been putting all of that together has that been a really fun project for you i can it imagine has. it would be super cool it's been a lot more intense than normal like making a video like it's, it's amazing just how much more work is involved when you try and make three on the same topic <laughs> yeah like a series i guess yeah. they all have to relate right yep Exactly. And then I'm doing things like building a landing page for it. And the reason I didn't say the URL just then is because I've forgotten what URL I said in the video that that would be. So I need to go back and watch that. (laughs) But yeah, I'm trying to make it like a proper thing where I can like collect email addresses from it. And yeah, we'll see how this goes because it's my first time doing something like this. So looking forward to it. Awesome. I'm a little bit jealous because I really need to do some kind of make a piece of content, I think, uh, that will be helpful for my audience. I feel a little bit behind. I mean, I'm doing my weekly articles, but I really want to create something. I think I mentioned this 
last week or the week before about how I feel like I'm ready for the next thing. Yeah, yeah, you did. Like making some piece of useful content or I don't know whether it's video or something. So yeah, I am really looking forward to seeing how yours goes. And yeah, it's giving me a bit of a kick up the bum to get on with doing my own thing too. Yeah, you know what? This is why like we've, I think we've talked on here before about our position on just advertising. We don't have run ads on this podcast. Right. Um, I don't run ads on my YouTube channel because I don't believe in their value and I believe they get in the way of the content but when a video is sponsored you're like working with the brand to get a message across because your values align or whatever and in this Mm -hmm. case it's worked out really well for me not only because I can be compensated for all this time I'm putting into the videos but also because it gives me some accountability and obviously I could have just had that to myself and I don't want to use that as an excuse (sighs) but but still it has really helped to like be working with someone else on this so maybe you and I should collaborate more on that sort of thing and have some accountability <laughs> with each other. Maybe. That would be really good because I've had an idea of something to create since early January and I guess it's May now and so that's almost six months ago and I think what I am lacking is that accountability and just setting a deadline for myself and just getting on with it and doing it. Yeah, sounds like it. We should we should talk more about that off the <laughs> yeah. air. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, aside from this idea that you have that you're currently not working on that I will berate you about later, how's your week been? You know, Owen, my boyfriend, has decided to start getting up early in the last week. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. How's that been? <laughs> it's been an adjustment, I will say. Because so, it's not like your own time anymore? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the last year and a half I've had from 6 to 8 a.m., is like my time like Mm. no one else is around so it's quiet there's nothing to get distracted by it's just me and suddenly having to adjust to Owen being right next to me because we share an office has definitely been an adjustment and so I'm slowly trying to get used to it I suppose it's a bit weird yeah I can see that but I, I don't know I guess ultimately a good thing to have you guys both on the same schedule though right Yeah, it is ultimately a good thing. And it's great to see him making the most of the time in the morning before he has to go to work. So, I mean, he operates a little bit differently than me. Sometimes he goes for a run in the morning at 5.30. Mm -hmm. I definitely do not do that. (laughs) Uh, So he kind of jumps between going for runs and then coding in the morning, which for him is a good balance, I think. For me, you'll never see me run that early. But uh, yeah, it's definitely been an adjustment in terms of I just have a very set routine in the morning. When it's 6 a.m. and it's dark, I just know exactly where I'm going, what I'm doing. I'm kind of like on autopilot, I guess, for the first half an hour. And so having to adjust to him also sort of being around. And, I mean, he's very sweet. In the morning, he'll try and talk to me like, how was your sleep? How was your sleep? What are you going to work on right now? And I'm just like, don't talk to me. (laughs) This is like my morning quiet time. And I just... I'm not used to having to make conversation with someone at that time of the day. So anyway, it's lovely. Uh, but yeah, it's just an adjustment and something for me to get used to. Interesting. Well, you have to keep us posted on how that goes. Yes, I will. I will. But yes, thank you for asking. My week is going well. I'm having a good time. Enjoy being here. Good. Uh, let's move on to today's topic, I guess. Let's start off with the basics. Do you procrastinate work? Is that something that happens to you or that you do or whatever. Yep. <laughs> Me too. And guess what? We ran a poll. 92% of our listeners also do Oh my do gosh. This. 
92%. Yeah. Is that maybe our like biggest landslide yes. in polls? Definitely think it is. Um, wow. So I'm glad we're talking about this because it's obviously very common in the design industry or whatever, freelance industry, creative industry, whoever our listeners are. But just understanding if people do it or not, I don't know. I feel like I have inherent biases when thinking about procrastinating. working. How so? What What do you mean by that? Well, I don't know if it's a good thing. Like, I feel like it could be seen as a good thing because it's like, oh, but I'm being productive. I'm still doing something useful. But I think anything that is you doing a task other than the one you're supposed to be doing is a distraction. Even if it's taking something else off your list for later, it's still not the thing you're supposed to be doing. And if it was, it wouldn't be procrastinating. working. It would just be working. <laughs> What do you think about it? Like, what's your attitude towards procrastinating? working? Because for me, it's like I see it as a problem that I have that I need to try and um, not get over or, you know, like limit the amount of procrastinating working I do, just like I have to limit the amount of procrastination and distraction that I have. Yeah, I when, when I knew that we were going to record this topic, I sort of took a moment to think about when I procrastinate, when mm-hmm. those situations and those moments are when I find myself procrastinating and For me, it's definitely when I either have to start something new or have to start or or carry on with something that's quite a big, overwhelming or daunting task. And so I think the sort of theme there is just not really knowing where to start. And that's often when I find myself going and doing other sort of small little tasks just to, I don't know if I'm trying to psych myself up and slowly build myself up to taking on or starting this new big task or whether I'm just looking for a distraction and I guess I'm also sort of in two boats about it because on one hand it is you being productive it's not you wasting time you know when you're procrastinating you are doing other productive tasks they just might not necessarily be the one that has the most priority or the one that maybe you should be focusing your time on right now and so then yeah on the flip side I'm like well is it is it good that you're avoiding doing that big task? I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Maybe we should be aware when we're procrastinating and consciously tell ourselves, okay, stop. I'm procrasti- oh, working, procrastinating. Every time, if I accidentally slip up and say procrastinating in this episode, I do mean procrastinating. Yeah, we get it. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, maybe it's worth stopping and realizing that you're procrastinating working and saying, okay, these small tasks can wait till later because they're not a priority and try and shift your focus to what you should be prioritizing yeah see the thing is too that it's definitely better to be procrastinating working than just straight up procrastinating and like I don't know rearranging your desk or watching the tv or something like that um it's definitely better to be doing that so it's not like it's totally a bad thing but no I do still think that anything that's not the task you're meant to be doing is an ideal though I guess I like what you said about psyching yourself up because I mentioned this in my talk that I did at the Sean Woods conference that I think motivation is a habit that you can form and uh-huh. by just doing the task and like, you know, starting up that motor and getting your hands busy on the keyboard or whatever it is that you do. And so procrastinating working could be useful for that. Maybe, like you said, if it's a big task and it's feeling really overwhelming, starting with something small can help you get in the mind space for getting started on that task. But I guess in that situation, for me to be okay with it, it would have to not go on too long, you know? Like yeah. It would just have to be a warm-up, not like a, I'm going to do this instead. 
Yeah, I was going to mention that. I think it's still important to be conscious of how long you're procrastinating working for. I've had moments where I've procrastinated worked for, you know, half an hour before I start the task that I actually wanted to do or that was a priority for me. And I've had times where I've procrastinated worked for like a week, you know, and just kept putting mm. that big thing off because it was too overwhelming or too daunting for me to sit down and start. And I'm I'm sort of aware that I'm procrastinating working because once I do eventually start that big task, I definitely do gain momentum. And I'm sure that's true for a lot of people too. Once you get started, yeah, there's a big hurdle to overcome initially, but you get that momentum. Mm. And I find that, I mean, if it's a big task, I'm never going to get it all done in one sitting. So I'll get started in the first session. And then I find when I come back the next day or whenever the next time is that I come back, I just do it straight away. The procrastinate working is over you know, like because I've already started that momentum on that project and I've gotten that procrastinate working out of the way, I'm just on a roll then. And so I don't really experience procrastinate working again until the next daunting task comes around, if that makes sense. It does make sense. So maybe then, like with these big tasks, instead of procrastinate working on something else that's smaller, maybe it'd be better to just start by breaking that task down into tiny, tiny pieces and start with a tiny piece so that then you can... Mm-hmm break that cycle much earlier I guess I don't know we asked our listeners um their thoughts on if procrastinate working is good or bad and some interesting answers a couple of them wrote out Jaime says I don't think it's entirely good but it's definitely better than procrastinating since you're getting stuff done that you had to do anyway and that is a good point um like we like we talked about it's definitely better to better to do that than watch tv or you know something else that is not productive procrastination but can I, can I just jump in yeah. there? I hearing that, I think procrastinate working is good as long as you're aware that you're doing it and you're in control of it. Oh, I so like that. Thinking. As long yeah. as you're in the in the control of being able to say, okay, I'm going to leave those small tasks now and get started and focused on this thing that I should have been doing. Yeah, or like I know I should be doing this other thing, but instead I'm doing this smaller task or this other more fun task yeah so I'm aware of that I'm only going to let myself do it for like half an hour or whatever Mm -hmm. and and then I'm going to move on yeah that awareness is good yeah I think so because I think it's easy to turn into someone or 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 be the type of person where all you do is procrastinate work Mm. and you never really get the the good meaty chunks done and in that case I don't think that's a good thing right because you're never really getting the priorities done you're always fooling or tricking yourself I suppose into thinking that you're working and thinking you're being productive and in a way you are but just not on the most important tasks not on the tasks that are going to help move you forward do you know what one of our listeners Bronte had a really great response to this that I was like yes that's so perfectly worded (laughs) that I'm just going to read out she said it chemically rewards with the illusion that we're being productive but overall I think it postpones progress towards our larger goals Mm, and progress. that, for me, definitely sums up my thoughts on it because you do get that boost of, um, yeah, that like good feeling because you're being productive and like, oh, I got that thing done and ticked off my list. And so that's why I think it's easy to get sucked in by procrastinate working and justifying it to yourself, I guess, as a thing that you're allowed to be doing and like letting yourself away with it because, oh, it doesn't matter, I'm still doing something productive. But yeah. at the end of the day, when you think bigger picture, that was two really 
great cliches in a row there. Well done, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it does postpone that progress, you know. And and the more you put off moving towards that goal, the longer it's going to take to reach it. And so procrastinating from it is not going to help. So what do you do when you realize you're procrastinating? Do you sort of consciously say to yourself, okay, I'm obviously putting off this other thing by doing these small things. Now it's time to move on to the thing I'm supposed to be doing. Or I don't know, what does that look like for you when you realize you're in that situation? It, you know what? Procrastinating working is definitely something that I realize I'm in, in the midst of it, because it's not like you set out to procrastinate work, right? Right. It's, it's like an unconscious thing when I see my task list and I'm like, okay, need to be doing that. I'm going to do this though. And I'm, you know, justifying it to myself that it's still productive but it's often partway through or like when that initial burst is gone from like why I wanted to do that smaller task instead, I'm like, hang on a second. This is really not what I am meant to be doing. Um, and I guess it's just checking in with myself and questioning if this is the best use of my time right now. And sometimes, unfortunately, that questioning comes a bit too late when there's only like, I don't know, 20 minutes left of my side project time that I've set aside for myself. And so then... It's just like a lesson for me, I suppose, to be more aware of what I'm actually doing and make sure I'm prioritizing before it reaches that stage. But yeah, it is a case of realizing and then checking in with myself to see why I'm putting off doing that task. Is it similar for you? Yeah, I think it's similar for me, although I don't always necessarily realize it and then immediately stop and yeah. switch to the productive task. Sometimes. I'll realize it and think, okay, well, I'll just, I'm realizing that I'm procrastinating. I'll just get these other couple of things done and then try to switch to the yeah. bigger task. That doesn't always happen. Sometimes I have the good intention of stopping procrastinating and switching to the, you know, important task, but that doesn't always happen. I don't know, multiple factors. Maybe I can't be bothered, to be honest. Sometimes I'm tired and my <laughs> yep. brain just wants to do the mundane tasks like my email inbox or something. Oh, see, I never want to do my email inbox. That's <laughs> the thing I procrastinate work from doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so sometimes it's a it's a case of realizing I'm doing it, just finishing what I was doing anyway, and then either switching or just stepping back and realizing, okay, well, maybe now wasn't, the best time to get started on on that big task anyway so I'll save it for tomorrow where I can try again yeah that's the thing you can always try again as well you, you never want to be like oh I didn't do that so that's a write-off you can always go back to it and you can always adjust and yeah shift your priorities back I guess and don't punish yourself either for your procrastinate working yeah. I think it's still productive time and I think sometimes we can be quick to punish ourselves about wasting time or whatever, but I, I wouldn't treat it like that or I wouldn't be so hard on yourself like that. But also, I would not want to let you make excuses for yourself. <laughs> that is also true. Yeah, I guess there's a fine line. <laughs> yeah, there really is. And honestly, with this, it, I think we talked about this last week with taking a break and like when you know it's actually time to take a break and when you're just, you know, coming up with an excuse it's not something anyone else can tell you. And it's the same with procrastinate working or whatever. No one else can tell you that, oh, um, you shouldn't be doing this. I guess unless you're procrastinate working from a task you have due in at work or something like that. <laughs> but, you know, that's on you as well. But you'll know within yourself if this is really the thing you're meant to be doing right now or not. And so that's why I think it's important to 
like have a check in and and see where your priorities lie and just being aware of it like like you talked about at the start so how then do you avoid procrastinating is there anything you do to avoid it or do you ever have that experience where you have a really big thing on your to-do list and know that there's a chance you'll procrastinate work on it so is there something you kind of do to prepare or minimize that chance or, or risk I suppose of procrastinate working I guess what helps for me is my daily to-do lists uh, since using the bullet journal system especially I break tasks down into a lot smaller pieces I guess than I used to do with using like project management apps or whatever and writing down all the little tasks that I have to do that day makes everything seem less overwhelming, which is nice. And so that has put a limit, I guess, to the amount of procrastinate working I do. And I always find that I do it more when I don't, like, when I haven't sat down in the morning or the night before and written a to-do list for myself. I'm always going right. to procrastinate work then because, like, it's not written down in front of me. And so I can just do whatever. It's, like, total freedom. <laughs> but, yeah, to-do lists have definitely, definitely helped me with that. It still happens. Probably always will happen because that's just life and the nature of being a creative, I think, as it seems from our poll anyway. But yeah, to-do lists have helped. How about you? Yeah, for me, I think it's more planning and preparation. Mm -hmm. And that could be in the form of a to-do list or it could be in the form of writing down notes and sort of organizing my thoughts, either digitally or physically. And I mean, Deadlines and accountability also mm. really helps for me. So with client work, having that deadline or that accountability to a client is obviously going to keep me moving along and not cause me to put it on the sidelines. Also, I think sort of more practically, uh, if that's the right word for it, if I'm working on a design project, then I sort of keep Sketch open. I don't really close it. So the project is kind of always there in my face when I open my laptop. It's like a visual reminder. Oh, yeah, there's that thing that I'm working on. And sometimes I, I might just decide then and there, yep, I, I'm motivated to do this. So I'll just keep working on it. Other times, you know, maybe not. Maybe I'll go and procrastinate work. Uh, and another example is with coding, with learning on Treehouse, which we have mentioned in our Learning mm -hmm. a New Skill episode. I have pinned the website in my browser. So I've got a pinned tab that all I have to do is click on and it brings me straight to my Treehouse account, to the latest lesson. And so having it only one click away, I don't have to type it in or search for it or anything. Just that one click away has definitely... I think, encouraged, I guess, encouraged me to open it up more. Yeah, that's good. That's your one of your positive triggers you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So having those little positive triggers, I sort of consciously plant them around for things that I know I'm more prone to procrastinate work, I guess. Because I, I don't know about you, but I definitely have things that I'm more likely to procrastinate work and not procrastinate work on. Okay, so what are the things that you're most likely to procrastinate work on and... What do you procrastinate? Wait, wait. <laughs> what do you procrastinate work with? <laughs> Does oh, that question make sense? So, like, what are you sense. not doing, and what are you doing instead? That's a much easier way of saying it. Mm. So, when I was starting to learn to code, I was not doing it, and I was procrastinating working by doing things like checking my mailing list and updating my subscribers and going through my emails. That was procrastinating working for me, going through my email inbox mm -hmm. in order to put off learning to code but since I've pinned it that's totally not the case anymore I do it every day 
I will I try to do it every day now and so it's not really much of an issue uh, I'm trying to think other examples I guess when I'm starting a project like a a project for a client or something like a piece of design sometimes I procrastinate work on that because it seems really daunting and same like my procrastinate working things are always my email inbox or uh, managing my mailing list or something like that that's always usually what I end up procrastinate working on do you know what's really interesting like would you say first of all that your email list is like your pride and joy side project like if you only had to pick one like that's your favorite yep well like yeah exactly so for me it's my youtube channel and i find myself procrastinating working by like oh i'm just gonna check my comments and you know see how things are going what's my stats like on this video i think i know where you're going with this (laughs) right i think that we definitely procrastinate work with the things that we enjoy most and Mm -hmm. maybe it's because for me like you just said the daunting tasks that's definitely the ones that i procrastinate work from the most is the ones that seem overwhelming and so I think I then switch tracks and go to something that I'm very comfortable with, that I know very well, and that, um, you know, is working out well for me. So there's already some success there, so it's not so scary anymore. And doing that instead makes me feel better, rather than thinking about this daunting task that's like maybe giving me imposter syndrome, or maybe I'm just, I don't know, feeling stuck with it or something. Um, I think that my brain is like, okay, I want some good feels now, so let's go to the YouTube channel. Yeah, it's almost like, going to your comfort blanket yes it's your comfort zone that's the word great yeah (laughs) yeah like for me I enjoy my mailing list and writing weekly articles and so that's my sort of little comfort zone and so that's definitely where I spend my time procrastinating working just putting more TLC tender love and care into it because I mean I wouldn't say it's easy but it's routine I guess it's familiar it's something that it does come easier to you Yeah, over time, right? And so, yeah, it's like your little comfort blanket, which I guess is the same for you in your YouTube channel. You know, it's easy for you to just open up the comments, you know exactly what to do, you know exactly what to expect, and it's productive, right? Yeah, and that's the thing too is that I'm always like, oh, no, I need to check on this. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't need to. Yeah, You're telling yourself that you want to, but it's not actually the case. So, yeah, that's that's probably the thing I catch myself on most is like, oh, how did I open up YouTube? Like, when did that happen? It's almost subconscious. <laughs> How did I get here? Yeah, serious. Exactly. <laughs> we asked um, our listeners, like, the same sort of question. What do they procrastinate work with? Alex said that he procrastinate works. Gosh, why did we pick such a confusing word to I basically know. sit around? <laughs> Alex procrastinate works um, when he's overwhelmed by the complexity of a task and doesn't know where to start. And... Um, he said that he shifts to easier tasks that he can start right away, still keeping the complex task in the back of his head and trying to discuss it more. So it is like yeah. that that idea of going to the easier things to, I guess, warm up or rev up or perhaps give yourself a boost of confidence, I guess, that you can do things. Um, Natalie as well said that she procrastinates works when getting started on a new idea because she's like questioning where to begin or being fearful that the work won't be executed the way I imagined. So it's that, yeah, that daunting task is looming in front of you. That is definitely where I am for my like piece of content that I want to do because it's, I have the idea and I just don't really know where to start with it. And so I just do other things instead. Yeah, which is easier to do, right? It's easier to do it's the other so, things. So, yeah, exactly. It's so much easier to just fall back on routine, I suppose. Yeah. 
you, you know what, just to give a counterpoint here, Adrian said that he actually loves procrastinating working and does it a lot. And we asked him why, and he said that it helps me break up my routine, and I figure it's easier to work with my short attention span than against it. And the things I procrastinate work are also important to me, so it balances out. Which is an interesting point of view, like, that maybe procrastinate working fits his style of working best and, like, doing short bursts of things, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to always play to your strengths. Yeah. And if your strength is having a short attention span or doing things in short bursts, then do that, obviously. I mean, whatever it is to help you get the most important thing done or the priority done, then, yeah, I guess do that. And if for Adrian that's procrastinating working here and there on the side and switching tasks, then if that's what helps him get, get it done, then I suppose do it. I would say too, though, that Instead of thinking of that as procrastinating, working, put those tasks on your to-do list. Right, like turn it anything, into work. Yeah, exactly. Work. Anything that you find yourself doing accidentally or whatever, if it's not like for me checking my YouTube channel, if it's something else that I find myself doing, I add it to my to-do list because I'm like, oh, okay, obviously I need to work on this. I can't actually do that right now because I'm trying to concentrate on something else. Thanks, brain. But I'm going to write it down so that I can remember to go back to it later and like then it's more purposeful as well. Yeah, I like that. It's like being conscious that perhaps this is a thing that I actually do need to work on and spend some dedicated focus time on. And then you can write it down and uh, consider its priority as well. And that helps, I suppose, the procrastinate working side of things because you can see that task Mm -hmm. in amongst the other things you need to do and realize, actually, this is really not that important compared to this other stuff. So I need to do this first. Nice. I'm, I'm visual like that anyway, that writing things down helps me. Yeah. Well... I think this seems like we've come to a natural end of this topic. Any last thoughts on procrastinate working? Last pieces of advice or whatever? I think I'd just reiterate what I said earlier is that just make sure you're aware of it and that you're in yeah. control of it because I think it's really easy to just let your life be run by procrastinate working, if that makes sense. I, you know, I think it's really easy to get yourself in the position where all you do is procrastinate work and you never really get the good stuff done that you want to get done. And so, yeah, just be aware of it and try and be in control so that you can say to yourself, okay, stop now. Now it's time to switch to the priority. Yeah, I really like that. I think that's a good piece of advice to end on. It's scary not being in control of your time, right? Yeah. So that's why I hate procrastinating whatever form it takes, whether it's work or, you know, leisure stuff. I'm Because it's often absent-minded. And right. you're not being purposeful with your activity. That's why it's procrastinating, you know. And yeah, I like being in control of my time. So I try and do it as much as possible. Cool. Next week, we don't know what we're going to talk about yet. <laughs> I was going to say, are you going to say our topic? Because I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, episode 77 is yet a mystery. But if you are listening and you do have a topic or something that you're struggling with that you would really like to hear us talk about on the show, then you can always let us know at Design Life FM is us on Twitter. Let us know what you want us to talk about. What are you struggling with? What do you want to improve on? You know, we're here for you. And so we'd really like to hear what you'd like us to discuss. And it might be done on a future episode. Yeah, we don't always have the advice or, you know, the solutions to share. But if not, yeah. we can at least probably empathize with your struggle. And because we might be going to do the same thing. So... Let us know what you're thinking. Um, make sure you follow us on that Twitter account as well, at Design Life FM, because we do like to tweet out about topics that we're working on to get your thoughts on them, 
because I think that definitely makes for better episodes as well. So we'd love for you to join in with that. And you can also subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you've been enjoying the show, please do consider leaving us a review. And previous episodes you can obviously find on iTunes or your favourite podcast app, or you can go to our website, which is designlife.fm. Good chat, fam. See you next week. Bye-bye.